It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, you're listening to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm Andrew Werdahl, and today is September 9th, 2022. Following up on a 6-5 Marlins win over the Philadelphia Phillies, behind some late action from the Marlins' bats, and a really neat three hits from Avasael Garcia. And a lot more to talk about with Avi Garcia on today's podcast. Um, we're covering a really like foggy moment for the Marlins. Um, so really just like addressing what we can and keeping you up on today today of your Miami Marlins is what I'm looking to do with this podcast. So in doing so, I hope to kind of like reach out at some of those like foggy concepts and land on more like real a substantial talk that like will bode for the future of the Marlins and just you know help us follow this September of 2022 so yeah on this episode I'm looking at a few of those more enigmatic threads when I was an athlete I had a like a long sleeve shirt that was given to me at an event and in like the inside of the shirt as you put it on, it said ignore the noise. Um, and like it really like made sense as like a, like as like a, as like a runner, as like an athlete where we'd be at like a, like a track meet and there's like Lana Del Rey's like summertime sadness, just like blaring on a, like a Friday afternoon in September or so. I have a bit of that with like Abby Garcia. Obviously, he's disappointed in his first year of a multi-million dollar deal. Um, at least like four years, 53 million, I believe is like the minimum, including like 
a fifth year buyout of another like $12 million a year option. So it's like a big substantial talk for the Marlins. Um, how Ivy Garcia is, he's probably one of the more important players on the team heading into 2023. Certainly trades notwithstanding, um, and who really knows what direction this offseason could go in. What we see with Avi Garcia, like today was a lot better than what we saw earlier at the year and really seems like a progression of what he's done this week in the major leagues. What I feel like I was seeing early with Avi Garcia is, um, well, like, let's even refer to his, like, baseball savant page. Um, they note him as having one of the highest whiff percentages of any batter in Major League Baseball, one of the highest chase percentages of any hitter in Major League Baseball, and some of the highest exit velocities. It's so like the highest max exit velocity, he's right up there, like the 98th percentile in Major League Baseball. And he has a good hard hit percent. If you've watched any of the Marlins games this season, really what you've likely seen is that chasing pitches outside of the zone, and then swinging and missing at pitches whatever. He's often seen lost against the fastball, and then subsequently the off-speed. And earlier in the year, it really felt to me, um, from the eye that he was just like totally lost in that like difference between like a changeup and a fastball, just geared up for just whatever could be coming. It didn't seem to me like he was seeing the ball very well at all. Um, and that's really critical. Like, you have to be able to, like, know the zone, see the strike zone, and defend the zone, um, and see it and have a physical feel for it so that you can use the bat, make contact, see the pitch, hit the pitch, and hit with, like, an assertive contact. Um, might be like a, like a drive, you're like whole side fly ball or you're like flick that like kind of like artist's touch of like a quick swing which we saw a few of um tonight from Ave Garcia particularly on his first single he really got in on just like an inside pitch and was able to just like take it the other way I think so there's a looper out to right off the hands a base hit for Garcia and that was like um Really just like great hitting on that pitch. He had a good night. And I'm definitely vocally inflecting because I feel like, I don't know, there's a lot of like heat on the subject of players' performance. And ultimately what we all want is everyone to be progressing and moving forward. It's really an odd profile that he's had because he does have some of like the hardest hit balls in baseball. Like he certainly has the like the tools are there for him to be making outstanding contact. And even this year when he's seemed like he's at his best as a hitter, it's felt like he's hitting singles around the field rather than like those big bashes. So it's like been confusing to watch really because I really expected coming into the year that we were seeing a like you know, like a consistently performing veteran player that's been a good hitter in baseball for the better part of a decade. 
it's felt like as an athlete, he's felt more inclined to work on like the physical condition to be in great shape as a major league baseball player, which is a huge benefit on the field. And it hasn't felt like it's come with the same sort of like counterbalance of high velocity in a batting cage. Today, I feel like I was seeing a more of an adaptation from Garcia as like a transitioning hitter going from like your slugger looking to drive the ball into more of that like contact artist. And even earlier in the week watching like Tuesday's game, he seemed to be more on the ball. Like the change up to fastball gap wasn't quite as present in his swing. Maybe it's totally that he needs to work out something different in the off season to be better accessing his power more consistently at the plate. So I definitely don't feel like capable to like make a prognosis. He definitely has a place on the Marlins and it's just become more of a question for me as to whether that's more of as like a bench bat, sort of like professional AB late in the game type or or the everyday upgrade that we thought he was heading into 2022. A couple more things, I have a random stalling thought that I'll give to you after a quick note on Miguel Rojas. Really cool um, outing today, uh, facing the Phillies, uh, coming in for like the final inning at first base. He made a nice play to save a a little bit short of a throw from VA over at third, and it was like a solid outing. And I can't help but also imagine that his like particular like moxie helped in the dugout just to maintain like a solid energy for the team. Like he definitely has this like certain conviction about going out to win and make the most with whatever, even just the leather. So yeah, Jacob Stallings really like caught up with me this week that he has been like not on his game as a hitter like he is a guy that has had some real game as a hitter i know we often talk about his value as a defender and i do think he has had a real impact on this pitching staff as a whole especially with like sandy who's unquestionably taken a step up this year he's definitely been working with these starting pitchers a lot before the game Totally just a straight thought, but I do wonder how much that pregame focused on the pitching side has taken away from his like potential pregame focused on the hitting side of things. Kind of on the reverse side of that, Nick Fortes, who is a much more athletic player than Jacob Stallings, has performed like so disproportionately poorly as a DH than as a catcher, while like Jacob Stallings, who's probably putting in all this effort pregame as well has been not quite getting into his groove with the Marlins. Maybe the extra work to Fortes has gotten in the way of like a warm-up for the hitting and maybe for Stallings it's just become a detractor. Like pretty far away thought on this Marlins team but so yeah Marlins will be back on the field today at 6 40 p.m. in Miami facing the New York Mets. Edward Cabrera on the mound we don't know who's pitching for the Mets yet. Um, Fish Stripes Live will be live with you before the game. Check it out, find out who that other pitcher is, and yeah, stay with us here on the Podcast Network. 
We'll have some more stuff coming to you soon. For Big Fish Small Pod, that is our week. We'll be back with you next week. Thanks for listening.